0: Good morning, my little anchor buddies. Off out early today. Got a little bit tied up when I woke up this morning on my phone and then realized I was running a little bit late. So I had to bound out of bed and run round the flat. But now I'm out. So I've got about 45 minutes to get into town. The tubes, the underground might be working for me, might be working against me. Who knows? Fresh day here in London. Apparently it's going to be quite nice. Sunny intervals, so they tell me, Uh, but it's quite fresh at the moment. I'm in a taupe, sleeveless silk dress today. Long silk dress. Calf length for the ladies that want to know. Always nice coming out this time of the morning. The birds are up, that's the crows above me in the trees, there's a few people about, the builders are about, I've seen quite a few of those, they always get around early. Alida, it's Belinda. Um, Doing my job as an interior designer, I work with lots of different architects, um, but I know it's going to work differently to what what you guys have got going on over there. I'm amazed that he's sort of getting your mum to sort of take plans and various other different things in. Um, It's obviously a different system you've got over there. Any architect, certainly over here in London, would be submitting stuff. They'd have... Discussions with me, with you, with the client, with whoever, to actually ascertain what they're putting in and what chances it has of going through. Have they done work similar before that has got through? I'm amazed that they've sort of just put stuff in where, as they know, sort of things won't work and won't be approved. That says to me not necessarily that they're prima donnas. That says to me that they're perhaps not caring enough, and I wonder whether that's the point. Do you have any sort of um, do you have anybody spearheading this? I mean, I would presume that the main contractor would be somebody. Um, to turn to but the architects should really be doing it themselves prima donnas maybe but i don't think that's the obvious core. the problem with the contractor saying well you know it's the architects and their prima donnas is that it almost the the contractor sounds as if he sort of you know he's sort of like Trying to you know exonerate himself from any responsibility as well, because they have to work the contractor, the main contractor and the architect should be working hand in hand, and they should be keeping you in the loop um, or somebody in the loop who's ever sort of spearheading this whether it 's you um, or whether it 's your mom depending on who 's doing it um. So I really think that it's the architect's fault for not doing it, but it's almost as if they don't care. They're almost not doing their job. It's more work for them. Are you paying them on an hourly rate or something? Or is it just a? You know, contractually they, they should be doing the job? Because I think that they probably need a bit of a wrap over the knuckles to say this cannot happen again. Someone needs to shout at them so that they don't do it again. Um, that person to shout at them may have to be you, unfortunately. I think it's the only other way to, to do it. Did They just need to be pulled up short? And I know that this is quite a difficult thing to do, but I think one of two things needs to happen, probably both. First of all, a meeting needs to be sort of convened between you, the architect, and the contractor to say, basically, this, is, this hasn't happened, this is wrong. The, you know, it, basically, you haven't done due diligence on this by putting this in. You've now wasted time. Um, and also, I think that something needs to go and it could be just in the form of um, an email it doesn't have to be anything legal, but just to say this has cost us time. And if this costs us time and the contractors need more money to to finish the job or anything else, we're not responsible because this isn't our responsibility to get these things right. That's what you're paying the architect for. If he's got 25 years of experience. He should know better. That's that's my 2 penneth. I know I know nothing about it, but if that was happening to me, this is exactly why I'd be saying, well, it wouldn't happen to me. I wouldn't allow it to happen to me. You have to cross everything off, uh, dot all the I's and, and do all the T's. I don't think your architect has done it. Good luck. Just popping out. I have left my electrician just doing a few other jobs for me in the apartment. Some of my favorite clients who are away on holiday at the moment so I've gone in just to do a few things maintenance really just wanted a picture moved some bulbs changing things like transformers drivers that type of thing I remember when I put this apartment together and it's still looking good I'm happy to say Needs a bit of an update now but uh, most people come in and really love it. And it's a really quite a large space, two floors, and it's all very sort of open plan. you can kind of imagine wide wooden floorboards with a sort of matte oak finish, a light oak finish. Lots of nice, large, colorful sofas, nice artwork, good lighting, a few feature walls here, there and there which actually feature walls. They are still relatively in fashion. But I must admit, I sort of steer away from them. If you're going to do wallpaper these days, I would do it in the entire room. And they have such good grass papers that just last such a long time and just look great. It's like having fabric on the walls. Really nice effect. But I haven't seen Ernest for a while. So it's good to catch up with him, what's been happening. His daughter has become a doctor, so he's a happy bunny. His father's not been well, though, so uh, inquired are after him. This is what happens with workmen. You get to know their lives and they get to know yours. The interesting thing about it is that you share clients. So when you do get clients, you get the lowdown on your client before you even meet them what they're about, what they're like, what the house is like, how, they're, how they are to work for. Interesting stuff, sharing clients with workmen. All good though, and Ernest is a very personable guy. He's from Bosnia, came here as a refugee many moons ago. So, property one down for the day. I should explain that part of what I do is uh, I have Home Conscious has a property maintenance arm. So when I've actually finished doing a property, I don't just leave them to it. I'm called upon to do maintenance. Sometimes when they were on holiday, it could be repainting a room. Other times it's, can you recover this sofa? Other times it's, light bulbs have gone out, old school light bulbs, the halogen ones, obviously not the LEDs. There's lots of maintenance. Things changing, things to be built, all that type of thing. So as part of what I do. And Ernest, um, apart from being an electrician, is a very good handyman, so I get him to do all sorts of things for me. So we're off to a rental property, which I did um, at the end of last year. The tenants seem to be happy, but they seem to have a problem with a door, a particular door which had a new lock on it. So it's a bit of a mystery as why that's not opening. So Ernest has gone on his motorbike, it probably take him the same amount of time to get out to where the house is, Probably about 45 minutes, but it's near where I live, so it's almost like coming home for me. So now it's back on the tube for another 45 minute journey. I think this is why I get so fit, I spend my entire time running around, and I do walk at quite a swift pace. Good afternoon, my little ankle It's now 4.30 here in London. Been a nice day, actually. Uh, Nice and warm. I've been pretty busy. After my second job of the day, which was relatively simple, they managed to get the door open. We just used a key. It was quite straightforward. Uh, So that was the maintenance job done. I took my electrician, stroke handyman, stroke lifesaver. We went out for lunch. Don't have a chance really to take my workman out to lunch very much, but he was free. We needed food, and food was there. So that was quite nice to be able to sort of repay him with some thanks and some food. So we spoke a lot about holidays and different things. Caught up really well. And then we had a brief chat about renovating my flat which is on the cards that could be quite exciting but we'll have to wait for that because I'm too busy sorting out everybody else's house there we are this is what happens you never get around to doing your own stuff I think everybody finds that within their own business so now um, I'm taking the afternoon to just sort out a few little bits of online business for myself um, watching a few things listing a few things just getting my head round a few things Notably, videos, posts, things I want to do. Just taking a couple of hours just to sort of regroup. And again, I have to do that away from my desk. Otherwise, I'll get sidetracked with work. Tomorrow should be quite interesting. Um, I have a meeting on site with the joiner. And I've got lots of paperwork to do. I might even have a stab at that tonight. One of the beauties of working for yourself is that you can do work whenever you want to. So if you want to skip... TV or whatever it is that you do, you can go straight to your desk and get stuff done ahead of time. I've always used it for that anyway. So that's where we are for the moment. So I'm just going to do a little bit more work on the online side of things and see what's happening on the airwaves. Now, to those of you that have been listening, I have been looking at experimenting with sort of doing and putting my, dipping my little toe, my little toe into the waters of live streaming. So I've had obviously discussions with the lovely Mark from Mark Our Fitness. And I said a quick, a quick little uh, call in over to Alida um, because she's done some live broadcasts. And I thought that it would be very good to get a, another perspective on live broadcasting. And she did actually a really good um Bit on multicasting and 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 that whole kind of live thing, and what she also had to sort of thought about how she delivered things and what it taught her about her own delivery and I said, my worry was talking too fast because I do talk very fast generally, and I talk even faster when I 'm off anchor, so I do worry that it will be sort of lost in translation, or it might not be, maybe people will be able to follow me, maybe not necessarily those in other countries where English isn't their first language, but um, I won't say it's a worry, but it's something I suppose to think about. But I did ask Alida and this is what she had to say, very good advice.
1: Hey Belinda, I saw your comment on the post um, with regards to our dialogue and you said you don't think you know how to talk slowly. My recommendation would be, because I don't know if you listen to some of my waves, when I get really passionate I talk really fast and I can get really loud and if you could actually see my hand movements I can tend to be very boisterous with my hand movements movements and so one of the things that I learned as far as talking slowly is this I talk really fast when I'm letting my mind control me and so if I take a breath and I allow myself to just relax into the voice what I find is that I feel like something is speaking through me and whatever message needs to come through comes out with ease and grace so hopefully that helps It does indeed a leader, and I'm going to try that
0: because I think I would need to slow down. um I think one of my many flaws is I just assume people can either understand, know what I'm talking about, or have been in certain situations before, and so sometimes I'm quite good at explaining things, but I need to make sure that people are on the same track and i'm delivering the information that they need and i would worry that if i did that in a live broadcast whether that would come across but we'll see we'll see i haven't as you as you know dipped my little toes into the water yet but that's my next spot to try Um, now whether that should be facebook live periscope or instagram is another matter entirely and i'm sure there's obviously other things to do busker Obviously, as Mark suggested, um, which I haven't even got to. There's too many things, um, but we'll see. I don't know quite what would what, what would work really. I suppose what's the quickest way to do it? I actually the one that I think I know less about is Facebook Live, because I'd want to do that from my business page. I wouldn't want to, as I said, subject all my friends to that on um, my normal sort of Facebook page. Not that I put much up there anyway, but it's I suppose it's just one of those things. We'll see. I shall keep you all informed. But thanks, Alida. Very good advice. I should try and I should try and breathe. Just take a breath and think. Good idea.
2: Hi, Belinda. I hope your Wednesday's going really well. I need to hit you up to find out and tap, tap into your supplier knowledge. I really, really want to get myself a nice pair of purple chairs for my waiting room. Um, A friend of mine sent me a fabulous picture of some that he saw in the Woburn Hotel and um, I contacted them to find out where they got them from. And they got them from a London restaurant that had gone into liquidation, apparently. So I'm going to find your website. So this is your advance warning that I might be a stalker. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to find your website, find your email address, send you a picture of said chair and see if you can put me in touch with someone who can uh, supply me with one similar to that thanks Belinda. bye for now hi diane
0: yes absolutely um no do give me i'll put it what i'll do i will not that it's a state secret i'm sure everybody can find my website you can't really miss it i've got home conscious plastered all over it um so you can come and find me that way but i'll i'll do a, a call in to you anyway so you can um send something through to me Um, and I'll give you my phone number as well so you can WhatsApp it if it's easier for you rather than send an email, so that's cool. But no, send it through to me. The other thing to do um, is if there is anything that you particularly like on eBay, and I know that this sounds ridiculous, but there's a lot of people that do it, um, they just get something upholstered. If you can't find anything particularly um, in a purple fabric that you like, but you've seen the fabric somewhere else, often people go onto places like eBay or anywhere else in that matter. Etsy is another one where people use Um, And they pick stuff off from that and they just get a pair of chairs that they like and they just get them recovered. And sometimes you can pick up some real bargains. Depends whether you want matching or not. Um, And there's plenty of fabrics out there as well. So if you see a fabric that you particularly like, um, just flick me the code or show me the picture of it or whatever it is. um, And I'll get you a trade discount on it because it's very easy to um, have that. I can have it sent straight up to your whoever. Uh, depending where you are, you know, find an upholsterers or are find an upholsterers and send it off to them and they'll they'll just do it. And they'll should be able to turn it around um, pretty quickly, you know, in a week or so. So that would be a very good way of doing it. You can obviously buy new chairs from different places, which don't cost the earth, but they would cost something. And sometimes it works out about the same price. That's the other thing about upholstery, really. Uh, people kind of forget. You still have the delivery costs um, which are generally absorbed by the upholstery company, but not always. So you'd have to drop it down, pick it up, as it were, um, and anything else that needs doing to it. So it depends on whether you want something brand new and smart or whether you want something quite lived in for people to sit down and be okay with. Depends what your setup is. And, of course, what purple you want. Um, how exciting. I always like this kind of thing. It's quite nice bringing a, an old chair or two back to life. And you, they actually have some history with them. So... Uh, Good, good news. But yes, I shall I shall send you a quick call in uh, with my details and we can go from there. Thanks again, Diane. Speak to you soon.
1: Belinda, this is such an awesome question with regards to whether or not you want to do Instagram or Periscope or Facebook. Um, I've done all of them. Periscope, like you heard me say uh, a few waves ago, was the place where I really kind of grew up here. Uh, I really learned how to be courageous and, you know, ignore the haters. Instagram's kind of cool because you're hitting an audience that you may or may not know. Um, with regards to Facebook, I have done it on my personal page as well as my business page. And to be completely honest, I actually had somebody recommend that I do it 100% on my personal page because those are the people who I have a relationship with. And I get a lot better response on that page than I do on my business page, because with your business page, you have to pay for the boosts and people may or may not see your content unless, you know, you have to actually pay to get their eyes. So at least with the personal, um, you have the connection already. Uh, So that's been working for me.
0: Thank you so much, Alida. That is, I mean, that's fascinating because I would never really have thought about putting it out to my personal page because that's where my... Effectively, sort of friends are now people have sort of um sort of tapped me up on my own um personal Facebook page, and I don't post on there a lot. I'm not on there a lot for the really obvious reasons that it would take me away from doing all my other work, so I just don't have the time for that, but getting more engagement, surely that's the whole point about it, or certainly from the business point of view so Perhaps, maybe I should just do some testing, uh, which is the obvious thing to do, isn't it? Do some on my Facebook page and some on my personal page. I do have some friends which are sort of crossed over and so they they have liked my business page anyway, so I guess they would see something. I'm not quite sure how it would work. I just like keeping the two things separate, um, on Facebook at least. I mean, Anchor here, it's sort of... Uh, everything is sort of mixed in together as far as I'm concerned. And I quite like it that way. I I wouldn't want to do just a a purely uh, business led anchor. Um, That would be no fun at all. But what you've just said is really interesting. And someone actually gave you the advice to do it on your personal page rather than your business page. That's quite interesting. I think I will test. Thank you for that. That's really good. Periscope, I think I will try it. Um, I think it's you've i know that you obviously you had a few haters and everything else on there and so i mean i'm ready for them i'll i'll expect them um that could be quite entertaining um but an insta i haven't even really thought about that i just had a quick look at sort of instagram stories i don't even do that to be honest um i'm not instagram an awful lot again it's a timing thing i think it i think you just sort of naturally graduate to what you know what you like and what's easy to do um, I think I'll probably have to try everything and see how I get on with it. I've got a feeling I might end up doing Instagram. I've just got a feeling. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Let's not let's not jump the gun yet. Um, I think there's a few more bits of research to do and then we'll we'll go live and <laughs> see how I fare. Um, it'll probably be some kind of really peculiar peculiar show. I don't know how long I'll be able to keep it up for without laughing my head off and uh, pressing the wrong button, but we'll see. I'll keep you all informed. Thank you again, Lida. That's um, really good advice from you. I shall remember to breathe as well and speak slowly as you've advised. Thanks again. Good evening, my little Ankelettes. It is now 9.30 p.m. here in London. The sky is dark. Yes, autumn is on its way very, very quickly. I'm just relaxing at home I've moved a couple of meetings tomorrow so I can get some work done at home in the morning. I must admit, I do find going to a meeting in the morning and then coming back and having to get down to work in the afternoon at my desk, I find that actually quite difficult. I actually much prefer getting stuff done in the morning and then going out. So when I come home, I can just relax straight away without feeling I've got to get back into work. It's just the way that I roll. I have noticed this, so I'm going to try and work towards that as much as I can. But for now I shall wish you a very happy evening, and I shall speak to you all in the morning. 99.